Well, hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Front Row Movie Reviews podcast, the podcast for people who actually like movies. And this is another another special edition of Beyond the Mouse. And I've already gotten grief uh, for this episode from <laughs> one Scott McFarland, and that is because uh, we've been told that we've took taken too long to get you this episode out and i totally disagree with that no. uh for a number of reasons uh and brett disagrees with it too because he's actually had a chance to sleep now uh but we are talking all about the announcements from d23 today uh and maybe i might mention something that came up at comic-con but really for us disney fans it's all about d23 which happened in the middle of july and one of our uh folks on the podcast here was our correspondent out in <laughs> Anaheim. Yes. So I was live from so the D twenty three Expo. Yeah, and we mentioned it when you guys, <laughs> <underneath of that. laughs> we mentioned when you were on Moana that you were going to come back and talk yes. to us about D twenty three. So oh Brett gosh. Rutherford's back on the podcast. Hi. <laughs> also uh, with us, returning from Moana as well, is Vanessa. Yeah, very exciting. Yes, exciting it's like you two have to be on together or something. Well. Okay. We just take our daytime uh, regular Disney conversations. Well, yes, bring them we do that. <laughs> yes, you. on yes, yes. Our our frequent, not uh, not, not every day. Not but, every day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty <so>. frequent. <laughs> exactly. And then finally. On another Disney themed podcast. I haven't been I, on one since Christmas. It's been since Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> our. Uh, the person that is actually a former cast member on <laughs> our group, uh, in our group. I'm a former cast member. That's true, very true. <laughs> like, and like, Brett, you're yes, definitely yes. 100% part of the front row. So now, sorry, I'm not to correct five. our host, yeah. but you know. And but correct is, him all yes. you want. <laughs> this is Allison Means. Hi! Did you miss me? I'm back. <laughs> So uh, why have we taken a while to digest the information? Because, you know, uh, we all had a really busy July. So <laughs> yeah. um, there was some serious adulting going on at the Front Row Movie Reviews. Uh, I mentioned it already on the Guilty Pleasure show earlier this week, but congratulations to Jeremy and Sarah, Yay. a beautiful baby boy. Uh, Everyone's home. Uh, everyone's happy. Um, Jeremy said that a little Gibson won't sleep unless he's on, on him uh, right now. So, um, so that means while Jeremy's listening and editing this, he's going to be walking around with a little baby. Aww. So that's pretty cool. Uh, great to, to have him in the world. And then, Allison, you had some big news. You purchased and moved into your first home. I did. Wow. Which God. is incredible. That's yes. yes. exciting. And then I purchased and moved into our second house, uh, still trying to sell our first house. <laughs> so just a lot of a lot of adulting yeah. that was going on. And I was uh, and I changed jobs. <laughs> and you oh changed jobs. See, I didn't know if that was like a hundred percent public it's yet. Official. So okay. officially official. I didn't want to yeah. mention it in case it wasn't. But where you? I mean, you know, you don't have to say uh, where you're working. But yeah, what you're doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm no longer renting cars to people. <laughs> now I'm teaching music and theater to K through 12. That's oh, amazing. How great. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. So super excited that. about that's, that. That's a really awesome uh, move for you and super happy about that. But so what we're going to do is talk about D23 pretty much into three sections. And these are three different panels that went on throughout D23, and Brett was actually in each of these panels. Wow, I made it. I made it. I can't believe <laughs> it. I, well, I had, no, but I worked very hard to Herculean make it to those. effort. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, these were the three biggies. I mean, if you big. if you include probably Disney Legends, which you didn't go right. to, mm -hmm. um, but those are the four big panels. Yeah. Disney Legends, uh, and then Animation. animation 
live action and parks and resorts, mm-hmm. and you made it into three of those four. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's incredible. Yes. So you, before we even start talking about parks and resorts, which will be our first area, why don't you just talk about D23 uh, and the experience? Okay. Well, I am a huge Disney fan uh, and have been forever, um, but I have not attended the D23 Expo. Um, and my answer to that is, I know. <laughs> I'm like going, <laughs> how can I be so, uh, such a fan and not go yet? Well, I had every intention, but it didn't work out. But this was the fifth one this is the fifth one and uh so i was there i was determined to get there and uh and did so it was let's see it it was amazing um i did a lot of online research and uh you know to to what to expect and how to plan because i knew that you really have to go with a little bit of a plan um otherwise well it's it's like going to a disney park or I'd something i'd say that's you probably have, true of right. any disney you know, type vacation you, you can get easily overwhelmed mm-hmm. if you do not have a plan so and so anyway so i got there um i knew that i didn't i i, I knew enough that uh, through my research that um you're lucky if you get to one panel a day, um, you know, maybe two. Um, and especially the big ones, you're very lucky if you can get just one. So I knew that the day one that I was going to skip uh, the Legends because the number of the Legends, I thought, would be at the live action uh, uh, panel. And they were. So uh, Oprah and Mark smart. Hamill and all of that. Very yeah. smart. And uh, so anyway, so um, I and I since I hadn't been there before, I went the first um, I was going to do an overnight obviously for the um, live action because that was kind of I kind of knew that I had to do that. But I was so excited about the whole experience and I didn't I I wanted to see everything I could, so I did the first night uh, stayed overnight Thursday to Friday. So and uh, it was very, it was very interesting, and that's where some of my live reports came from. And uh, so, anyway, so I did that. I ended up being there two nights on the floor <laughs> of the of the Anaheim so Convention Center. It looks yeah, like it's it's like a, it's the parking. I think yeah. it's a parking lot underneath at oh, times. Because wow. yeah, but so you anyway, slept on concrete. So I slept comfy. on concrete that was freezing cold. The sacrifices you have I made know, for but, us, Brad. I'm like going, but you know. So my buddy Tim sends me a message, and he just goes. Hey, who's that guy broadcasting from a refugee camp <laughs> on your? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in an so, evacuation situation? Yeah, exactly. When... No, I'm doing this by choice. Yeah. So no, anyways, that's fantastic. So, yeah. well, we're so glad was, that you yeah. did all those. So, but it was good. For us. Um, as I told, as I had, because uh, <clears throat> uh, when I was in the parks on the Monday following, um, I was in line for Peter Pan. That gives you a visual, um, and there were some people there that, let's just say did not do perhaps the planning or the sacrifices in order to experience D23 Expo at the level that I did. Um, and uh, so they were all kind of nice saying, I can't believe we were, you know, had to wait and da 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 No one got tickets and all this. So I just, I politely glared at them <laughs> and said, I stayed overnight two times, two nights in a, in a row, and I got to see everything I wanted to see. And I dropped the mic and I turned around and, I was going to ask you. She said it was crazy. I'm like, yeah, it was crazy. But I was going to ask you your opinion on that because on Facebook, social media, you know how things can kind of get out of hand. And uh, I looked at one post in particular. D23 posted that it was sold out for Saturday and Sunday, and there Mm -hmm. were several people on there saying, "Well, if you want my ticket, you can have it because I'm not going back because X, Y, Z." And it seemed like maybe lack of planning, uh, maybe a little bit of just 
the expectations game, but how do you measure that, and would you return to D23? Yes, I would. Um, I think, um, well, I think, you know, once um, the Disney universe now uh, included both Marvel and Star Wars, mm-hmm. those fans are intense, yeah. and they are used to staying overnight, and they are used to, you know, being in lines for a long time in order to, to do the things they want to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I talked with some people, and they, you know, who'd been there all of the times, or various times, and they said that it's gotten more intense, and you had to get there earlier and earlier each time around. So, yeah, so so that, um, it, I actually, what I... The first night I decided, I'm just going to go in early. When I got there and I'm like going, I was there for animation, but that wasn't an option at that time. I'm like going, I'll just wait here because I know what it's going to be like tomorrow mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm in. I'm through security. I, you know, I have my granola bars. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But it was, it's, um, you kind of have to decide. My take was, you know, there were some serious shoppers there. I mean, in tents. Shoppers there, and um, and I was in the first group to go up um, from the overnighters on on Friday morning. So we got there, we got into the hall, the show hall, a little bit after nine, after the <clears throat> the sorcerers package people, which is a whole other thing. Ooh, boy. But save your two thousand dollars and do that because that that guarantees you to get into everything. Oh my gosh, it was two thousand. I, I, I had 20, heard it I think on another twenty one hundred. Yeah, I had heard it on another podcast. They were kind of explaining it, and they didn't say the price. Yeah. <laughs> I kind it was twenty one hundred, and it sold out in five minutes. And they took a wait list, and I don't That's know how. So crazy. It was pretty big, I think. But anyway, I digress. Um, but yeah, so um, but I got to do. Um, everything I wanted to. So, so there awesome. were shoppers. I think there were people that wanted to go to panels and then there were people who wanted to kind of just experience mm. kind of a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, with it, with any sort of Disney experience, there's going to be expectations and um, and then realities. And I, mine, uh, mine actually surpassed my expectations. Well, that's so, good to hear. You know, that, so. is, that is great because, you know, I... Reading some of those negative comments, I mean, you get negative comments it's on social the media yeah. all the time. Sure, yeah. But uh, the whole time, I was just thinking, like, well, you know, I hope that Brett's really enjoying this. I, because like, for a second, I kind of thought, like, well, you know, seeing you on the floor yeah, all no. the time, how yeah. could he be having um, a good time? I'm like going, well, um, but yeah, it's it was such a, a unique experience. It right? was, and only a two year event. I mean, for people that don't yeah. know, D23 is not like a San Diego Comic Con where wow. it happens every single year. Yeah, it's every, it's year. every other year. So, because yeah. uh, somebody asked. Um, we're going to get into live action and stuff later. Why do they post all of these movies coming up? And I was like, well, really, they just gave you the timeline to next D23, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. They gave you right. through yeah. um, that amazing picture of every Disney property getting released from here to 2019. Oh, yeah. The timeline. Yes. It's like $400 worth of movie tickets for me, but, you know. <laughs> well, right. Uh, but now you know where all our movie so, goes to. Yeah, all awesome. our money was, goes to that. And the other, th- and the other thing, just because of um, I met some really very interesting people and very fun people. So shout out to my new friends. Uh, let's see, Jen from uh, from Canada, Jen from Canada, um, <laughs> Randy and Carly from the Greater Los Angeles area, and Randy who works at the studio in accounting. Oh, great! And uh, and Carly who works in um, public relations across from 
the Chinese theater. So that's excellent. so they had all had great stories. So it was very cool, and they that's had met great. at the previous D twenty three. That's cool. I love it's it. a small world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So let's dive right into our first section, which is going to be. It was actually the last of the three major um, panels, I believe. But let's talk about the parks and resorts panel. Yes, again, I know this is a movie themed podcast. I do not care. I love the parks so much. And, um, so let's talk about the that. The parks what are I, an extension of the movies. Yes. There was really about are. there was about 68 different announcements from the parks panel, it seemed like. So, so what we're going to do is go around the table, and each of us is going to take one thing that we're really amped and excited about, and then if we miss any major ones, we're going to circle back around and, and talk about those. But I will allow the ladies to go first, so we'll start with Vanessa. Oh, okay. And what is what you would like to talk about here from the Parks and Resorts panel? Well, um, let's just get to that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge yes. um, that. whole thing. I mean, <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> you were, I wasn't able to get a hold of you, when, so I'm, I watch a lot of vloggers and follow them on Facebook. And they were showing that how big was it? Uh, the, that huge the, model. The, I huge. think it was like fifty foot wide scale, scale model, model yeah, of crazy. this immersive experience where you're actually going to feel like you are in the Star Wars universe, walking around. Mm -hmm. I love. I don't know if you guys have. Um, I don't know if they mentioned this during the panel or not, but I've kind of heard um, through other vloggers that um, that your wristband, your magic band, is going to be hooked up. Yep. Um, but, uh, well, and I'm going to tie this into the hotel. That's well. totally fine. Because it's I'm, so connected. Yeah. yeah, because I'm. I was kind of hoping you would. So. Yeah, because the, the hotel for me is actually more exciting mm -hmm. because I think um, <laughs> I read that some of the cast members are going to be in costumes, so yeah. having to do prosthetics, you know, as they get ready for their shift. And that sounds amazing to me. I'm, I'm just. Oh, I'm just so excited about that. It's so cool. And, I mean, like, somebody made the joke they're going to have to get Samsung to sponsor this park, right, because of the Galaxy Edge. Um, <laughs> oh, but, uh, I, I didn't that. even make that. That wasn't an original by me. Yeah, I think, there's, I think there's too much Apple stock. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, that model was incredible to look at just in the yeah. video that they showed. And we can link that into the comments section on our Facebook page. Uh, but check that out. But, Brett, what was it like in person? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> choices had to be made. Okay. Um, fair enough. I did not see my, my friend Cindy Hartuni and Ryan. Hello, Cindy Hartuni and Ryan, who works um, at Imagineering, said, oh, you've got to see it because, you know, there's there's like, you know, there it has, um, it has like um, tiered seating or standing. Oh, that, wow. You know, yeah, okay. so there were like bleachers. Um, so you could look at it from different levels. Oh, wow. Um, from what I understand. And, uh, but yeah, so I did not get to see That's that. That's okay. Um, well, they had such an immersive look on that Disney produced. Oh, sure. And you yeah. could see them, like, flying through this model with yeah. the camera, and you're like, mm -hmm. this wow. has to be pretty impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, um, there were, it was a very, very long line. It was, like, an, at least an hour or so, which everything was a long line. <laughs> I'm sure it was worthwhile for those that made that decision. <laughs> How amazing is it that they're gonna there's actually going to be like a good side, a bad side, and yeah. then on one side right. we have the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Bye. That's so, <laughs> so cool. Excited about so, that. so incredible. So last D twenty three the big announcement was Star Wars Land and now of course this uh, has confirmed the twenty nineteen opening. It's gonna open in Disneyland first before it goes to Disney World, but probably I I bet it's gonna be pretty quickly after would be my guess. Yeah. And um it, it just looks 
so immersive to a level that's like they're basically taking the folks down the street and telling them, "Oh, you've got you've got that wizard guy. Let's let's amp this up and put in 40 years of culture into this <laughs> land, you know. Yeah, let's um, drop you into it. Yeah. Yes. Now, it is supposed to come out in 2019. Is anybody at all concerned that it won't be fit? Because it does look like a massive park. They've, been, they've already been working on yeah, it. Yeah, okay. it's on It's this, so. all the things that have been closing at Hollywood Studios has been in preparation for this and for the expansion on Pixar. Mm-hmm. Um, so even as far back as two two three years ago they were already beginning work on this and you so. can start to see some of the buildings so shout out mm-hmm. to the tim tracker my one of my i know yeah. you're one of my favorite too yeah. but um they just recently did a video of the construction updates mm-hmm. and you can see at ats kind of in the in the background in the already so yeah. uh, and it was cool because in the model you could see where that building was in relation to where it's actually being built so i don't know the episode 9 comes out in december 2019 i don't see how they don't open that either on or before the date yeah. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. of episode nine Hopefully. coming out. That would They're be... such master marketers. Yeah. I, I can't see them passing up the opportunity to tie those things together. Yeah. Um, California, they seem to be moving really fast there. And oh, yeah. the first, I guess, they've, they've opened now the Rivers of America and the train and all of that, and they had to do some serious infrastructure changes and changes to Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland in order to accommodate all of the construction and Mm -hmm. the area that is the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge there in California. So so all of that is open. So, So they've, you know, they're plowing ahead. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and I want to try to move us along because we've got so much news, but one critique I've heard um, about Galaxy's Edge and the model that came out is that it looks very much like a Tatooine, like a um, very much like a a desert-type planet. Some people were hoping maybe for a bit more exuberance or whatever. I think, personally, it fits exact, and it looks like Star Wars to me. Um, But what are your thoughts about that? Were you at all disappointed in the model that that came out? No, honestly, I think the most people have the most connection to the original trilogy, so uh-huh. that's why they made that choice. I mean, I can't imagine them saying, well, this was the original property, but let's just ignore that and mm-hmm. and create something different. Yeah, Huff would cause lots of air conditioning. There would be expenses. some problems. Yeah. Right, like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's Orlando. It's or, Orlando and so California, you, so, so it's going to be a you little You could bit, have Dagobah, I guess. Yeah. You could just bring back the yeah. swamp, right? Well, uh, but, that, they well, just don't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And of well, course, this is a brand new planet as well, but Vanessa, what are your thoughts on anything the, the else to wrap it? up? Um, no, I'm really excited. I mean, anybody can do forests and, and yeah. I mean, and honestly, with mm-hmm. sorry, this is kind of going to another land, but Avatar Land did such a great job with their right. forest. Right. I, I'm totally okay with having more of a desert theme in yeah. a different um, yeah. land in different parks. So totally. I'm really excited. And again, very immersive. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It seems to be very successful at Avatar. So, yeah. Yeah. so we'll, go, we'll go ahead and go over to Allison with your news item that you wanted to talk about. Okay. I wanted to talk about um, the Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot. <laughs> Epcot's getting a major overhaul. Yeah, mm. so much um, is happening to Epcot. But it's really great stuff. It, Ellen's Energy Adventure is dated. It's, it's had a great run. It has been around for a long time. Um, it never has a line. 
because no one ever wants to go on it because well, it's, it's super, very long. Yes, it's, it's long. Like it's dated. Something so I think this it. is a perfect use of that space, and I think it. I think it honestly is more in tune with Walt's original idea for what Epcot was supposed to be in like this. That's future. a controversial opinion that you're, I know, you're giving. That's out there. fine. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it. I think it is. You know, it's it's in keeping with Walt's keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I I agree with you. I, I think what I mentioned, uh, controversial opinion. This was the announcement that seemed to get the slightest amount of pushback, mm-hmm. or maybe the most. Nothing really got a ton of pushback, but this got a bit because they're saying, "Why are you taking Epcot that's not supposed to have all these movie properties and adding things like Frozen last year, Ratatouille soon, and and Guardians of the Galaxy?" Um, and I I couldn't disagree more with that. I yeah. don't know if they mm-hmm. they showed well at. At the expo, they showed at the expo. They showed um, a picture of oh Peter Quill. Yes, yes. At Epcot, I love that at, at Epcot, you know, when he was little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I'm like so going, cool. that's so clever. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that when they showed that, I'm like going, that was that was a way that they could tie it together. Yeah, and you know, Guardians is one of those uh, properties from Marvel that they can use because Universal doesn't have the rights to them. You know, Universal mm-hmm. has Spider Man and the Hulk, and I think even Captain America, Iron Man, all those kind of wrapped up right now because before Disney purchased Marvel, they had acquired those rights. So Guardians was one of those characters that no one knew would be this huge hit, and I think it's good to see some of those return to the park. You, um, to s- kind of break off for a second, talk real briefly about Mission Breakout, because you got to go on it yeah. right. out it in Disneyland, great. which okay. is the Guardian's ride out yes. in Disneyland. Okay. Well, I kind of consider, well, um, Tower of Terror in Florida. It's kind of, it's like the be-all, end-all Tower of Terror. Now, I, from, from what I understand, at least in California and I guess other places, with the exception of Tokyo, because they have their own brilliance. But anyway, but um, for as far as... Um, um, California Disney's California Adventure, known as DCA, and that's what we'll say. Okay, so at DCA, um, it was kind of Tower of Terror light. Okay. Because the right vehicle, it's an elevator. Well, in Florida, of course, you know, we all know it's it's an elevator. It's a right vehicle. It's an elevator, mm-hmm. you know, which the engineering is still astounding even to this day. But in California, it was just an elevator that moves up and down. Okay. They still tell the story, you know, with Tower of Terror, but it was just, it seemed a little lacking. Now, this is entirely different. Oh, okay. And it's, well, it's not entirely different because it's the same ride structure. But, sure. <laughs> but um, the, the I'm thinking that they did, um, like, all of the design as well as, as uh, completing the transformation in such a short amount of time, which was like, what, six or eight months or it something like that? It was very fast, yeah. yeah. So anyway, a short amount of time. Um, the ride was fun. It didn't feel, yes, you knew that you were going up and down and all this, and some of the experience was similar, but um, the storytelling was exceptional, and uh, and uh, it was fun. It was just fun. I'm and so excited to go out really, there and you know, check it they out. They just giggle. It's just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of up and down, and um, there's a... But yeah, it was it was fun. It was just different, and it was a way to start um, adding more um, Marvel uh, influence into DCA. So yeah, we understand so, there's more coming. So that's good. Yeah. Uh huh. And you know the 
that's the one ride where I watch all these ride throughs, all these vlogs. I will not watch anything on that because um, we're supposed to go out there May of 2018 for the oh. first time ever. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I just don't want to get spoiled on because right. I've seen like I've watched so many vlogs <laughs> on the rest of Disneyland that I don't mm-hmm. want. I, I want to keep that pristine. So oh, yeah. I've heard some of the spoilers of like the collectors. Uh, uh, exhibits and stuff like that, like like Figment being in there for one, that kind of it's, stuff. But that's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm okay with those kind of. Spoilers. I did the fast yeah. pass, so I didn't get to see much of the. Oh, okay, most of the, the full yeah. interactive. Um, so the one thing that I will say, uh, what's interesting about that, having never been to Disneyland, one of the vlogs that we did watch, um, we got to see like I don't know what they call them out there, but they're the citizens of Hollywood in Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. and they were like performing in the lobby of Tower of Terror. I wish that they would bring that to Disney World. That's oh, all. because yeah. like it I was that pretty was cool. The goodbye, like yeah, I was in the goodbye phase of the. So Tower that wasn't Terror. a normal thing necessarily. No, oh, okay. no they're usually out. That was part so of their, cool. That was you know they had yeah. That's awesome. Well, well that's I'm sorry. my dream job. <laughs> if I could just be a citizen of Hollywood, that I would deal. for the rest of my life. That's so let's get deal. back to Guardians in Epcot. Vanessa, you got thoughts on it? Yeah. So like a, a while ago, maybe like a year or so ago, I was watching a vlog on um, ticket sales for each of the parks, mm-hmm. and Epcot is the one that has always kind of just never grown. Yeah. So to all the naysayers, I say, well. Put your money where your mouth is. Why? Why aren't tickets being uh-huh. sold more at Epcot? Mm-hmm. And it does. I love Epcot. Like oh, I love Epcot, but Same it does here. miss yeah. kind of a thrill aspect, certainly, to yeah. it. So I am all for getting rid of things that are outdated and putting in new stuff. Speedway, um, but <laughs> another park, but whatever. Um, yeah, I am so excited about these changes. I think it's going to be great for kids who mm, yeah. maybe don't feel connection to the park when they're little. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, one thing I'll mention just uh, before we kind of move on to Brett's uh, in Epcot, I was really hoping there were, there were rumors of a Brazil pavilion. I would love another pavilion. <gasps> yeah. uh, I love but that, that wasn't announced. It doesn't necessarily mean it's not happening. There was a lot of things that weren't announced it also that might still happen. sense. Yeah. Because there is such a strong connection to tourism from Brazil. Mm -hmm. There are so many cast members from Brazil. They certainly have enough cast members already to staff it. Right. So let's go ahead and move on to Brett's item. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. You got, uh, again, you have about 65 more to choose. Right. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to go with something a little interesting, perhaps. Um, There was uh, a new theater going to be built. Yeah, that's awesome. uh, in the Magic Kingdom, um, and apparently the Magic Kingdom updates are going to happen uh, at about the time or uh, of the 60th uh, anniversary of Disney of Disney World, Walt Disney World, in uh, in 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets, um, yeah. but yeah. So there's going to be. It looks like a like a maybe I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a proscenium theater or something. I guess it's taking the place of the. Is that taking the place of Tony's? Well, that's they haven't really said what yeah, location said it was going to be. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's being theorized to be kind of around the corner, and that and that because they have that gated off area that they open yeah. up for like the Halloween parties and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe back maybe there. Maybe back there. Well, that's yeah. That was. A but I, I'd be okay with Tony's leaving parking, um, but <laughs> but the building. Yeah. So anyway, so I think that'll be a venue for. Um, Live entertainment of the scale that they have at DCA, as far as like their um, Aladdin, or now mm-hmm. their um, their Frozen, so um, it give uh, 
opportunities for both guests and performers at Walt Disney World, which I'm always for. So, Well, and I <laughs> apologize if you mentioned this because I was reading through my list, but it's modeled after a theater in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a uh, theater, I think? Yeah. In, which, in Marceline. It, nope. No, I think it's no, the in Willis Theater Sorry. in 1920s Kansas City. Kansas right. City. Uh, so obviously having that Walt influence on uh, Main yeah. Street USA is pretty cool, too. Yeah. So um, anybody have any comments on this? They didn't really announce what kind of shows would be going no. into this theater, but uh, Anna... Uh, my wife loves Main Street more than anything else in any of the parks ever, and she was probably the most excited about this cool. news, um, yeah. just because it, she loves just hanging out on Main Street USA mm-hmm. uh, and just people watching. And she loves that little um, that little corner where you can go to the dance and tap studio. You can and, hear them tapping. And exactly, <laughs> hear the vocal and lessons the, up mm-hmm. there. And no one's ever back there, even on the busiest days. It seems like no well, one she's goes gonna there. Love, she's gonna love Disney or Main Street at Disneyland. Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we're pretty excited about that. But does anybody have any comments on the theater? I think it's wonderful. I think more experiences that are non-shopping experiences on Main, <laughs> Main Street, Street. Are, yeah. is is wonderful mm-hmm. because you you almost feel like you're in the way sometimes because people are so busy shopping, shopping, shopping. Um, if you just want to experience. Main Street and hang out. I think it's wonderful. Or you feel like you're in the way if you're sitting on the hub grass. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I I think it's wonderful. I, I'm Vanessa. all for it. Yeah, I miss that little um, cartoon theater that they used to have oh, back sure, in the yeah. day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just loved going in there when it was hot. You could just chill out for a second. I over by Casey's. Grant, I know. I know there was like no one in there, but um, that's what was kind of nice. Is you had your own little private yeah. showing of classic Mickey cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I hope that the, the theater keeps with that kind of old-timey theme. I, I, I think I would be a little disheartened if they put in, like, a Frozen show. Oh, I don't, or... Well, maybe they'll take their cues from, from Tokyo uh, Disneyland and some of their shows because they are, from what I understand, all reports say they're amazing and spectacular well there you go maybe we'll get that then yes all right so i left myself last so i can break my own rules and (laughs) just kind of briefly hit on some of the other things that i would love to talk about but we really want to uh we really want to keep this moving Um, i gave you tron go ahead i know i know well what's surprising (laughs) about that i I don't know if i want (laughs) tron to be my main one so Tron's coming uh, to Tomorrowland. It's going to go right next to uh, Space Mountain. It's not going to take over Tomorrowland Speedway, which was the rumor. Um, I'm okay with that because Tomorrowland Speedway was a, a day one open. Uh, maybe update the cars to where they're not yeah. like yes. they're not like basically lawnmowers. You right. Know? Um, yes. Make them make wow. them energy efficient yes. or something. Less stinky yes. um, and but, faster. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to drive, I want to drive. Yeah, you know? exactly. But Tron is uh, such an amazing coaster in Shanghai and people had gripes that they're repeating a ride I'm never going to make it to Shanghai you know so I am super excited I would love to um, just for the Pirates of the Caribbean ride too Mm -hmm. but you know this coaster is going to be so cool and they'll get it faster because the engineering is already done right Right. exactly Um, so Tron is going right into Tomorrowland one of my favorite areas of any of the parks Uh, Ratatouille coming to France I even woke up for that one I did I did. Uh, uh, Ratatouille? I woke up. Yeah. Another cool ride through that you can find. Um, I like the, it's like SoCal Attractions does great ride through videos. And um, they have one from Disneyland Paris of Ratatouille. That's another one that's coming into the parks. Um, Trackless. 
a really, really cool restaurants coming in, like a Spaceship Earth-style oh, so restaurant yeah. uh, in Epcot where you can, like, go and eat like you're on a space station and it's all outside. I mean, like, just that sounds so cool to me that mm-hmm. uh, I'm really excited about that. Uh, there's some transportation news, too, but don't want to get into that. What I think I'm going to pick as my item is... What I am still calling the Great Mickey Ride. Um, <laughs> I'm really because, sad about the Great Movie Ride. Here's the deal. Um, Great Movie Ride is also one of Anna's favorites, but that ride desperately needed some updating. It did. Um, now, my when this rumor came out of a quote-unquote Great Mickey Ride, I always kind of pictured in my mind that it was going to be this, like, taking you from the very first drawings of Mickey to where he's at now, basically mm-hmm. in the same path of the Great mm-hmm. Movie Ride. Um, that's not the direction that they're going. No. Uh, it's it, And i got to find the exact name. It's called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and it says, just to read a little bit about it, it says, in this game-changing attraction, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Will, Railway will feature an original story that will take guests into a journey of the world of Disney Channel's Emmy Award-winning Mickey Mouse. So the new cartoons, which actually I kind of love. I um, super love them. Oh, oh Again, there's a little no. bit of... I'm not going, I like them too, but not everyone on the panel has that opinion. Okay, well, we'll get there for sure. Um, but I, I'm excited because they talked about it as though we, we talk about the original stories like Pirates of the Caribbean, like it's a small world, and we haven't gotten one of those rides that has its own theme song and all this in a mm-hmm. long time. And supposedly that's the direction they want to uh-huh. they want to look at for this. Um, there's a nice feature online of them talking about it at the panel and kind of explaining their philosophy behind it. Plus, Mickey doesn't get enough love in the parks yeah. other than the ears and the characters. You and don't really pictures. see him. There, there <laughs> yeah. is no other. There is no like solely Mickey. So, well, they could bring back his house. Well, they could. Well, they but, could bring back the Mickey Mouse Review because it's no longer at Tokyo. But anyway, that was a day one attraction. Yeah. So let's talk, Vanessa, okay. about Mickey and Minnie's <laughs> Runaway Railway. Tell us okay. how you feel. Let it out. I like the idea. Okay. That's a nice idea. <laughs> However, uh, when I went on the Disney cruise, they and you probably noticed this: the TV that they have playing in your yep. room. Um, has the new cartoons. And I remember watching and being like, what is this? <laughs> this is like Ren and Stimpy light. Exactly. It, I, the one gripe I would have is that it is kind of Ren and Stimpy light. And it's a little violent. And I know it's a, I know what you're going to say, Brett. We've already talked about this. What? I know that what? it's a throwback to the original. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> I think as cartoons evolved, Disney was a little more family friendly and the ones that were more masculine and violent have kind of faded away a bit. Like you, you don't, don't have kids. Yeah, people anymore. don't get excited about Bugs Bunny or as much as they used to back in the day. And I know part of that has to do with like our federal government like not allowing cartoons on Saturdays anymore. But um that yeah, that's they found the other ways to sell stuff. Yeah, and now you can yeah. only watch like animals and like wildlife stuff on Saturday morning. So I know that's part of like kids not getting to watch these old school cartoons, but they still get it from Disney and Disney's a little bit more family friendly and so these cartoons are a little bit rough and I just don't love that they're making a ride about it. But it's a nice idea. I'm glad Mickey's getting some love. I'm glad there's changes. And we'll so. see what the ultimate, like, because yeah. there are some cutesy mm-hmm. ones that you can there, see, too. Yeah. There the, are. The ones but... with Mickey and Minnie. And as far as the animation style, not necessarily the content, I am in love with the yeah, animation I style. Yes. Um, yeah. I just think it looks, I, I <laughs> just I'm, love I'm okay it. with it. I just, the, 
the storylines yeah. in the new ones are kind of I get that. a bit rough. They're a bit yeah. rough. Yeah. I get that. Allison, you got any, You said you loved a great movie ride. I did. Sad I'm, to see it go. Brandon I'm, Davis of our podcast uh, is going to be crying about this news. He loves yeah. his classic movies. So. Yeah, I, I loved the great movie ride. I thought it was really fun. Yes, it needed some updating as far as, you know, the movies that you were experiencing through it. But I thought the concept of the ride was really cool. I know every cast member that worked there it was their favorite thing they ever did you know i have some very close friends who were you know the gangsters and 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 mm-hmm. just absolutely loved being a great movie ride cast members can i Sir? comment on that briefly um i love disney cast members they're great they're excellent people the last couple times i've gone on the great movie ride you can tell that the cast members that were playing muxy like have done that for what, what it seems to be an eternity because they are the cast members I had in mm-hmm. those specific rides were so over it that oh, you could just like inside. like yeah you just you looked at them and you just like felt for them because they were just like oh hey Sonny what do you, I mean like it was just like the worst acting I've ever seen and it made it broke my little heart and then on top of that you've got all these movies that are so irrelevant now I I mean I, I get the classics but. I don't know. Like I said, it's Anna's favorite ride. It was a ride that I always went on at least once while we were mm-hmm. there, but never twice, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, can, well, once. Can well, I pose a question? Because I'm not a Hollywood Studios buff. Without the great movie ride, what makes Hollywood Studios Hollywood? Tower Terror. Like, that is the one Hollywood thing that's Well, but like, I think that they're moving... Re- they're, a new name. <laughs> they're <laughs> moving... They, they, Bob Iger did say, like, yeah. two years ago that they were going to rename it. But yeah. they're making it... They're moving it from you going behind the scenes of old Hollywood in the movies into this is where the majority movie properties are going to be located, right? So Toy Story Land, Star mm-hmm. Wars Land, all those. I, I think it's going to lose something with the loss of the old Hollywood style. I still hope that this uh, Runaway Railway is still in the Grauman's Chinese Theater. I don't see why they would need to change the facade necessarily, but uh, especially with all the great shows they're right. doing now. But I, my, I guess... My question back to you would be like, before Toy Story Land opens next summer, and after Great Movie Ride closes on August thirteenth, why why go to Hollywood? Hollywood Studios yeah. has like three rides right now. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's kind it's of a like ghost it's town. opening day then. So. Yeah, I've been saying that to like people will say, "Hey, what should I do when I go to Disney?" I'm like, "Don't go now there." And I'm sure you may have noticed with Tim Tracker, like he's done several vlogs where he's takes you through and shows you the wait times. There's there's not a lot you can do unless you're willing no. to wait a couple hours or yeah we did not we is. didn't hit that last uh, we we went for one day before the cruise and we skipped Hollywood Studios which killed me because it's one of my it's one of my favorites yeah. and definitely one of Anna's favorites but if you don't have fast passes for that park you're going to be waiting like 50 minutes for any ride yeah, there's and there's nothing else. And nothing to do. And there's nothing to do. That's mm-hmm. the that's the problem. Well, Brett I, if I if I may, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, if I may. Um, add just a few things to that. Um, generally, I mean, as a rule, I, well, generally as a rule, why don't I just say as a rule, I go into the parks first thing in the morning. And there have been, yeah. now that there are um, three tracks to the, um, to uh, Toy Story? Toy Story, um, the line has, goes really fast. And that was without a fast pass. Mm-hmm. And so you could do that. And you, so you can kind of do it, what I would consider sort of a trifecta of, of uh, Toy Story Mania, Tower of Terror, and um, 
and uh, star tours. You mm. know, you can so so it becomes a half day park again. You know, yeah. well, but, but they, they also have the evening um, entertainments, which I think they'll continue to Fantastic. boost those. You know, yeah, absolutely. No, I, and I the mean fire, the new fireworks and the projection shows that are you know that are uh, on the Chinese theater, and they had a they had another one this summer that was a Pixar Symphony. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think they, I think that they're aware that uh, that they need to up uh, some of their entertainment values or some of that there in the in the interim while um, other things are being yeah. created. They're yeah. giving Fantasmic a whole overhaul. Pardon me while I roll my eyes, but anyway, <laughs> it's not. <clears throat> yes. Um, yeah. So. I, just we didn't talk about Toy Story Land either. That opens actually. It's like the the soonest so opening yeah, yeah. Like, uh, attraction. Summer 2018. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's summer, summer yeah. 2018. Okay. So, cool. uh, the Slinky Dog Coaster and the the um, Alien like uh, those are kind of other than Slinky Dog. That's mm-hmm. kind of the the newer ride. And then the Alien ride, I guess, is going to kind of be a rehash of like Aladdin and Dumbo and all that. Mm-hmm. Is what they. I think a lot of this is um, similar to what's in Paris. Okay. Because they have a Toy Story Land. Oh, okay. So, and, maybe, um, yeah. and I've never been, been to Cars Land and Disneyland, obviously, and I've heard that that's also very immersive. So it maybe is. they'll bring some mm-hmm. of that over to, I, I probably over California's dead body. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but I meant like the level, <laughs> the level of immersion oh, to yeah. Cars Land so, yeah, that certainly. they might bring that to, uh, because even just going on the cruise ship and going into the kids' room when you can, because they don't allow creepy adults to hang around the kids all day, which is good, um, which is great. But like even going in at, like during the open house and seeing Andy's room. Like, it's mm-hmm. so cool in there. Oh, yeah. So, you know, stuff yeah. like that is really neat. Um, but I'm very excited about all that. We have talked so much about the parks now that hopefully we have some time <laughs> left for the other remaining panels. So let's uh, move on to the animated film panels, and let's try to um, – I don't want to cut them off at all necessarily, but let's try to keep them a bit more compact. Part one, part two? I'm just a suggestion. Sorry, just yeah. <laughs> well, I think the listeners don't mind. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm respecting all of your times as well. So, um, oh, we're talking about Disney. It's kind of okay. <laughs> I get to start the uh, animation panel because um, because I got I had to go last. So we're going to go in reverse <laughs> order. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet is something that I am super jazzed about, super yeah. excited about. Everybody, um, the kind of the big reveal at D23 was this incredible uh, lineup of folks that came out on stage. So I don't want to steal your thunder no, no, explaining that, No, no, you go ahead. Right. No, you go um, ahead. I'll just, I'll just add my little bit. <laughs> but it, it's sort of been... Now, obviously, I didn't see all the footage that Brett would have seen, but it has been essentially brought up that... Every Disney princess is going to be mm-hmm. in uh, in Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which makes so much sense to me. Um, I love that they're bringing in all these new properties. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a great – I love Wreck-It Ralph. I love uh, Alan Tudyk in it. I love Sarah Silverman. I love, And I don't know if Alan Tudyk's coming back this time. Is he? Okay, that's King Candy. And then uh, obviously John C. Riley as well. Love him as Ralph. So – I am super pumped about, and then the guy from Thirty Rock for uh, Fix oh, yeah. It Felix. Mm-hmm. I never remember his name. But, yeah, I um, never remember his guy. real name. I want to call him Kenneth. Kenneth. <laughs> exactly. He's Kenneth the Page. Uh, but I am super excited about Wreck It Ralph too. Uh, Brett, can you tell us a little bit about yes. being that in there? Was I mean that rocked the room? That was the big. That was the big. So can you kind of walk us through it without being too spoilery about it? Because yes. it happened in Cinderella's castle, right? Well, it takes place at, um, 
Um, that's my Disney. So the premise that we were told, so without giving spoilers, the premise is that there's something wrong with uh, Vanellope's game, and so they have to leave the game world and move to the internet world, um, where they find the character Yes with two, three S's, um, Taraji. Taraji, Taraji. Yeah, yeah Hansen I love her. She's that. so good. Um, and so they go into the internet to find a way to fix the game. The game. Okay. And they end up in That's My Disney, and and madness ensues. The clip that they showed, we we didn't know it was an actual clip. I, I, well, anyway, I was a little tired. But anyway, this was I was awake for this one because it was the first day. Okay, still a little tired though. Um, there's really no words to say. It just it took every princess Disney princess story and turned it on its edge, like they were like all the princesses were in their in the break room where they live. If that's my Disney, and it kind of was behind the scenes in the uh-huh. way that Wreck It Ralph was behind the scenes of video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so Vanellope is entering a world where it's strictly for princesses only. And so let's just say that the princesses are slightly territorial about their area. And, you know, so they have lots of questions and it plays on the whole, you know, you know, sort of modern themes of or sort of a revisionist look of do we really want these princesses to be, you know, the role models for girls mm-hmm. today and mm-hmm. all this, it turns all of that on its side and is killer hilarious. That's awesome. You know, That's you one know. of my favorite oh my things about is. Wreck-It Ralph is how self-aware and meta yes, everything is. Yes, it was is. very meta. Extremely. I think it's what makes it so unique. Yeah. And, and you know, it's great to see Disney kind of not take itself so seriously. Exactly. Well, and I feel like... When you, when you were watching it, it was kind of like... <gasps> That, to me, seems like a Bob Iger versus Michael Eisner kind of thing, yeah. because it seems like Michael Eisner, I don't know if he would have let that fly, you know? It yeah. just seems like he was more, you've got to with uphold, quote-unquote, the traditions of exactly what Disney is, but I think it's cool, like you said, to turn it on its head. You can get a whole different message oh, out so there. Oh, so funny. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know. Yeah. That's great. Um, Vanessa? Yeah, I I like Riker Ralph. I'm excited. I'm yeah, let's. So you see it. It that that they need it, to sh- they need to show that those clips because everyone will be talking about that from now until it, the time it comes. It's out. tough with the film panels because we don't you get feel all the like clips. you're missing yeah. out. Yeah. So like I knew Wreck It Ralph was probably going to happen. Like you know, there's so many rumors and like you think they're real, they're not real. I think that's one that we knew was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm just kind of like. Yay, but I, I haven't seen it, so I don't really know what else to say. Well, one of the cool things that happened that you got to experience was after the clip after the clip yes. happened. What 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 went on? Oh after my that? gosh. Um, they announced they started off with Jody Benson and went through all of the princesses till well, um, up until Anna and Elsa, but um yeah. Well, all of the modern day princesses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did Moana Kristen, too, didn't Kristen, they? Kristen, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Moana yeah. Yeah. Uh that that name that we <laughs> no we just Louis Caravallo a Louis Caravallo I think you've gotten better since January I did I, did. <laughs> I, did. I worked on it <laughs> we're best buds now we hung out a deep no we didn't uh, <laughs> every cool. hour on the hour <laughs> that's awesome all of yeah. them were there except for I don't think um, Idina was there right right, right. Uh, she but, wasn't there but the other um, Kristen Bell was mm-hmm. right yeah that's and, great you know and then whatever the current voice actresses for like the three um, original princesses, right. Cinderella, Snow White, and, um, and sorry, Aurora. Mm-hmm. They were not there, but all the others were. 
Sure. That was and awesome. it, it was a, a crowd pleaser. That's, oh, I'm sure. That is that's really awesome. So let's go ahead and go to Brett next, going oh. in our reverse <laughs> order. Um, what did you want to talk about from animation? From animation, uh, let me just okay. Let me just look at this for just a second. Well, do you want to pass to somebody else? I can allow yeah, that. Yeah, you can okay. pass, and then I can you know follow. Let's go, Allison next then. Um. So. One of the ones that I was really intrigued by previously, and we hadn't really heard very much about it, except kind of seen a nameplate for, was Coco. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I was really excited to kind of learn more about what story this is, because it sounds really wonderful, and it's it's always nice to see um, Disney kind of explore non-white cultures, mm-hmm. um, because it was not done very well in the past, and now they've kind of gone, oh, hey, we yeah. should represent well, non-white people. Well, true stories, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, um, this, is Pixar's, this is Pixar's release that's coming out still this year. I mean, this is yeah. like mm-hmm. the next thing, and it's interesting to finally get uh, a bit of a glimpse at it. Um, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It yeah. looks gorgeous. It is, yeah. yeah, this is how they ended the, uh, the panel. Um, so there was a live performance by Anthony Gonzalez, who plays the young kid in it and Miguel right and then um and then Benjamin Bratt um plays his grandfather who has passed and he um he was a uh, a very well-known performer singer um and which which apparently did not make the hap- the family too happy that they had a performer in their <laughs> in their family so but uh, so it, yeah he um they uh performed live at the end with so all sorts cool. of hoopla that's and awesome very and it was interesting, actually, when I was talking with my new friend, Randy, um, <laughs> who works in the studio, he said that, that when he's talked to Pixar people, it's like each, each they put challenges in front of um, their groups is that each, um, each movie that they work on is like a sort of um, uh, enhancement of certain technologies. I guess, you know, for the longest time, it, I guess with uh, Monsters, Inc. and all of that, it was like... Uh, uh, a visual recreation of hair and hair movement, mm. right? And mm-hmm. then, um, then it was water, um, I guess, for Finding Nemo, and then, um, uh, and then, um, sorry, uh, nope. Um, what was the last one? Moana. Moana. Sorry. Yeah, Moana. I thought that's what you're going to go. With. And then this one they said was light. They're working with light. Cool. So when you see for this in all of the... Dia de los... Uh, yeah. Lo- yeah. Okay. So, um... Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, yeah. I was so, gonna <laughs> say, I was thinking... I keep thinking in my head instead of Coco, Coco. but... Coco. Yeah, so... I keep forgetting it's the, called Coco in my yeah. head. It's yeah. the Dia de los Muertos movie, yes. which is yeah. supposed to be a musical, yes? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very yeah. excited yeah. about that music. as well. Um, it was a route. We're definitely going to be doing a full disclosure on it. It comes out, I think, mm-hmm. uh, November 24th, which is their – that's their Thanksgiving release, so they mm-hmm. expect yeah. this to be pretty big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you have any additional comments since – I just love it because I know how big that holiday is mm-hmm. um, for Spanish culture. And, um, like, we're always celebrating Cinco de Mayo, and it's such a joke because that's, right. that's, that's not, not the big one. Thing. No, yeah. it's really not a thing. So to take something so culturally influential and then make it into a movie – and it's pretty. It's so pretty. I love it. Yeah. Looks pretty. So it looks beautiful. so far. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. I think I'm more excited about that Pixar movie coming out than anything else I've heard of. Mm. That was really the one that that caught my attention the most. Because it's so, and it's different. It's different. Too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited. Different That's and awesome. beautiful. Yeah. Brett, you want to tag back in, or you want Vanessa to go first? No, Vanessa, I can. Well, I kind of.
kind of can uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up because okay. it was there, and I can yeah. If there's if there's anything right. that so we'll let Vanessa yeah, go. No, actually, I mean, uh, the cocoa was the big thing. So just wrap up anything else that you heard of. <laughs> okay, go for um, it. Olaf's frozen adventure. We had live singing uh, by uh, Josh Gad. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. And that was that's going to be the short film in front of Coco. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be it's the reason why everybody goes to see Coco. Film. Yeah. Yeah. A short film. A short film. It's yeah. like twenty minutes yeah. long, yeah. isn't that's it? Awesome. Not, yeah. Yeah. That's um, great. The other. Oops. The other. Uh, let's see. It was. How about the they Incredibles? About Incredibles mm-hmm. too. And they brought out the cast. Um, Brad awesome. um, Brad Bird is the well. Brad Bird is part of the cast. It started off with uh, a little a short interview with Edna Mode. That's awesome. And, uh, so that was fun. And then um, uh, Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Val, Huck Milner, who is the new kid, which isn't Jack Dash. Jack? No, Dash. Oh, Dash. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Then, I guess that makes um, sense because the voice was changed. Dash is right. <laughs> and, not going to sound uh, like that anymore. <laughs> my, I bet. I bet he's in it. I bet the. Yeah, they probably because this. I'm thing, sure. Because one of the announcements they made is this takes place immediately following right. mm-hmm. the yes. post-credit scene. Very of interesting. Of yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And Samuel L. Jackson came out. You know, just hello. I'm just Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. There so, he yeah. is. But they did the, what they showed for that was. Um, uh, was um, uh, Craig T. Nelson's character like sleeping on the sofa and um, he's babysitting Jack 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 mm-hmm. and they, they're not aware that Jack Jack has all of his powers and he has all of them <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. awesome all of them. And so there's a, shall we say, a confrontation with a raccoon, which appears to, to at least to Jack-Jack, to be a bandit and a bad guy. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that is cute. That is good. I like I that. I can't wait to get more of that score. Yeah. The score um, from The Incredibles is so good. Absolutely. Let's go through and see if there's anything else uh, we wanted to throw out there. Um, oh, a uh, untitled uh, suburban, suburban fantasy movie. movie. Yeah, with plot-wise, sounds unicorn. Really the rec- interesting. No, they're unicorns, but there is... But um, they go through the trash like Right, yeah. there, there's everyday... <laughs> unicorns are as everyday and commonplace as raccoons. And so they did show that they were rummaging through I that. like but it. That's, but this had, like, a, an intense story. Yeah. I don't know. You two yeah. didn't like Zootopia at all, so how can you like this? Huh? Oh, I knew he was going to bring that back up. <laughs> Sorry. Well, moving on. Bring it back up. Maybe this, won't be, maybe this won't be as preachy as, uh, <laughs> oh. as DreamWorky. It, seems, <laughs> it, 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 it sounds like it's based on one, the like right, the, yeah, the, the director's life. Personal experience. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah. I mean, this is going to be Pixar. The, the, we keep going back and forth between. We keep going back and forth between Walt Disney animated studios and Pixar, um, you know, like Wreck-It Ralph's Walt Disney, and then uh, you go into Coco, and that's Pixar, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and then I guess the last bit of news is that John Lasseter is not co-directing mm-hmm. Toy Story 4, which is interesting. Toy Story 4 is, is, I don't know how I feel about it. Toy Story 3, to me, is my favorite Pixar movie. It's one of my favorite movies in general, um, and well, I, I should say, between that and Inside Out are my two favorite Pixar movies, but um, this was supposed to be like a romantic comedy between that's the the early the early yeah. thoughts were Bo Peep, uh, Bo yeah. Peep and Woody mm-hmm. having this uh, romantic comedy and I I don't know man I I would be okay if there was never a Toy Story four I'm just gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> well so. and it kind of feels forced because we know the park bit. is yes 
I mean, anytime like a park opens, you're like, oh well, there's a movie coming. Uh-huh. Like based mm-hmm. on that's that's makes me go. Uh, but you know what? It's it, John Lasseter's baby. It'll still so, be great. But he's stepping away from I it, know, and that he that will, uh, he, it will still be fine. I mean, I know. I'll yeah. trust. He would not walk away with it, walk away from it, unless he was happy. And I know it's not going to happen because you'll laugh when I say it. But there's uh, such an upswell amongst the fan community to say because there is no replacement for Iger to give it to Lasseter. And that would probably be a, a terrible idea, business, maybe, business, because, terrible because he's not – maybe a bad business decision because <laughs> yeah. Iger's made so many good business decisions, um, <laughs> and he might end up running for president soon. Who knows? But, Who knows? Inside uh, said no. Okay. Absent scoop that I got from the inside. Nice. Um, <laughs> so, well, there had been a rumor out there. Yeah, yeah I, I, I asked but, him. And I think I we all were questioning our choices person. of, yeah. well, would I vote for him? I, th- I, I, I think I might. Spend yeah. some time yeah. thinking about it, yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but John Lasseter, for sure, you know, coming from being a, a Jungle Cruise skipper to mm-hmm. being CEO, that'd be quite the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah. maybe not the best business decision. So let's move on to the live action But panel. if it happened, you heard it first. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's move into the live action panel. Probably the the one that grabbed the most attention from the common folk out there that aren't just like dying to go to the Disney parks every day. Um, such an amazing amount of news coming out of there. Uh, and I will throw it out to whoever for this one wants to go first. There's so much to cover, so many diverse things. And Brett got to go into this panel as well. So, who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Brett, it's ready. No. Uh, having just finished uh, Mary Poppins at the, Mu- at the Muni. Oh, yeah. Um, and loving that movie, the original, so much. And, you know, of course, you know, one of your first crushes is, you know, Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins. Um, at least for me. <laughs> anyway, um, in reruns, mind you, not the first run. Okay, just kidding. Um, and then, so anyway, so Mary Poppins Returns. I had questions, you know, what's this going to be like? And um, and Rob Marshall came out, and then he introduced Emily Blunt, and they both talked about how beloved this film is, and this is a new story, and they are working very hard to keep it as special and make it as special as the first one. That's awesome. And mm. that was, and then, you know, once that point had been made. Um, and they were both charming, and Emily Blunt was wonderful. Um, he um, he, uh, he said that he didn't have they didn't have a trailer, but they had a teaser, okay, and because they were still working on it. And they also so he gestured, and uh, and the um, let's see, Mark Shaman. Mm-hmm. Mark Shaman and the Walt Disney Orchestra will play the underscore to this, you know, oh. this live underscore to the the teaser that they showed. That's and the great. teaser went through all of the had like special moments with all of the cast members, you know, and it was people, British people, British actors that you love, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then you know there was um, uh, and Dick Van Dyke in um, as let's see, he's the well, he's a banker. Right, and yeah. what's what's, so what's great about that is in our Mary Poppins episode, Brandon Davis said it would be great if yeah uh, he was the he was the banker. Yes, so he that's is. That's really cool. And, wonderful. Um, so it was, and it had moments. It the music was wonderful. The look of the film, well, it's Rob Marshall, and his art direction right. is pretty spectacular. And um, he even beforehand he said that it looks like Cherry Tree Lane. This time we filmed it in in London, 
but it looks like Cherry Tree Lane, and it did. It was amazing. I got goosebumps and tears and everything. It, it was everything. It was more than I had hoped for. Yeah, all that we got out of that was a moving post movie poster yeah, yeah. of Emily Blunt, and even that was just like Special. so beautiful and yeah. incredible. And the, um, the font, I love the font. <laughs> like, like, just you know, it was. Chills. Oh, residual chills. It was just so <laughs> I'm, special. I'm excited for that movie. I mentioned this in our, our previous podcast. I think that that's probably going to be the first movie I really try to take Liam to. Because mm. uh, it comes out Christmas really of 2018. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be you know just over three years old. And maybe I'll go to like a 9 a.m. in the morning. That way uh, mm-hmm. people don't yell at me for having a three-year-old there. Won't be there, that but, guy. But that's yeah, okay. still, I think I'm going to do that. So uh, anybody have any other to. thoughts on Mary Poppins? Excited. I I am too. It's just going to be incredible. Um, How about John Favreau when he came out and talked about um, Lion King? King. Well, that one was kind of a surprise, you know. Um, That's for live action. So John Favreau came out, and there's two things. Well, let me a little bit of a backstory. It was very interesting. Um, at this time, during during D23 Expo, there's lots of celebrities that are in the parks, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that'd be fun to see, but I'm here in the, you know, in Disney jail waiting to go see something. But anyway, <laughs> that's what we call the under, yeah. The, the refugee area. camps. Yeah. Yes. Holding area. I think it was Hall E. Hall E. I'll never forget that. Anyway, so... Um, so there was there was an internet rumor right about that time um, is that um, that Hugh Jackman was in the parks. Well, the only time you know celebs are there are if you know not the only time, but at this time generally there is some connection to the D twenty three Expo. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, huh? You know, um, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. I'm like going Scar. You know, that's who I would have cast him as. So if you're out there, and. Uh, <laughs> And then, you know, so we got to animation and there was, and then John Favreau came out and he said, we know that this film is beloved, you know, by all of you and we're working very hard, you know, to to keep it such, to, you know, pay due respects to the original. Okay. And then he just kind of quietly walked off and we started this preview. Okay. Well, Hugh Jackman aside, I really hope he gets the part, but it was amazing. Basically, it was shot by shot of the original only this time it's with the quote unquote live animals that were found yeah, in, in Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. And okay, I hadn't seen Jungle Book. So when they were all, you know, <laughs> I know I will. It's on my list. It's on Netflix. I know where I'm taking you tonight. So it's on Netflix. We're going to see so, the video. So uh so anyway, um it's shot by shot and it was stunning, you know, and I didn't know really much I didn't I didn't know if it was real or not. So it was photo real. Until you know the part where they're all bowing and all that. I'm like going Okay, well, that'd take a lot of training, <laughs> animal training. But it was stunning. It was stunning. And Rafiki, you know, getting ready to do the hoist baby Simba up, you know, was an amazing moment. And, you know, but it was like shot for shot, you know. And it was stunning. Yeah, Everyone just was. They that's just incredible. As Disney gobsmacked fans. to use that term. Yes. I like it. As Disney fans, we owe so much to John Favreau, not only yeah. for this, but also for Marvel. I mean, he really is the reason why the mm-hmm. MCU exists. And mm-hmm. the only casting news I think that came out, correct me if I'm wrong, was John Oliver as Zazu, which I think is going to be that's fantastic. That's a good choice. Yeah. Um, and I think. Uh, the rumor is Beyonce is Nala and also doing the soundtrack. That's right. the music for wow. it as well. So. Yeah, that, they're going to they're gonna have to give Nala a song. Yeah. <laughs> right. Beyonce. She doesn't really have a song. She'll I mean, probably she, sing Can You Can You well, but I mean, yeah. that. Sure, with Donald Glover as Simba, right? But um, mm-hmm. have they cast Rafiki yet? 
I don't know. I I, I kind of hope that they cast it like just because of the stage version. I, I just hope that they cast it as like a woman, a woman. instead of a man. I don't know. Anyway, um, I don't know. Well, I believe that Hugh Jackman is. You know, I, those internet rumors are seldom wrong. If it's not, and, mm-hmm. and there, he also had a picture of, uh, you know, a selfie by the partner statue that says, you know, partners. I mean, the quote was underneath with partners. So my thinking, my thinking that there was negotiations were not the ink was not yet dry on that. So mm-hmm. he did not make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that would have been. I um, cool. I mean, yeah. if they're not going to go with Jeremy Irons, then I yeah. would say right. Hugh Jackman would be yeah. um, my choice because it, it with them bringing back. <laughs> I mean, with them bringing back James Earl Jones as Mufasa, I'd be totally fine with them bringing back Jeremy Irons yeah. as Scar, mm-hmm. um, just because he can do no wrong. Uh, bring him back for Spaceship Earth too. You know. <laughs> That's what you were right. saying. <laughs> but no, I was saying that my rumor or my my thought to Brett when I was texting him uh, was, why not have Hugh Jackman be the new narration for Spaceship <laughs> Earth? Because Dame Judi Dench is just uh, starting to wear on me a little bit. So it would be it would have been cool had he had they announced a new narrator for Spaceship Earth. But Vanessa, you kind of brought this up. So you want to talk about anything else in that area or do you want to talk about a different movie from live action? Um, you know, this I'm excited about uh well, first of all, I'm really excited about the Jungle Cruise because my dream job would be, <laughs> yeah. be oh, skipper? skipper on the Jungle Cruise. Yes. Backside of water. <laughs> I'm still preparing to that. But um, you know, I I'm really interested to see how um, Dumbo turns out. I think we kind of already heard about that before the expo, but just having the date on there when we can see that, I think it'll be neat. It'll be different, I think, for sure. And Dumbo, the animated version, is kind of older, kind of slightly... Kind of racist. Outdated. (laughs) I wasn't going to go there. I was just going to say outdated. So I kind of... Which kind of gives it a bit of a dark... Has a bit of a dark yeah. tone to it. I'm just not a Tim Burton guy. Well, some people I were just concerned, come to that you know, that it's going to be really unusually sort of in more in the classic Tim Burton vein. Mm. But I was thinking um, his movie, oh shoot, no. Big Fish. Big Fish, yeah, is yeah, very schmaltzy. That's true. And, yeah, so it you know, could be and, like and that. And he's a huge Disney fan. Huge. Disney well, he fan. started as a Disney animator. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So. and went to Cal. He went to CalArts, yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, he worked with Lasseter and all those yeah. guys on so many um, just, Disney well, and, and uh, on the Renaissance. Frank and, well, mm-hmm. Frank and Weenie was, I think, no, maybe not his, but anyway. No, Frank There's and Weenie Frank was and his. Weenie is his. Yeah, started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, but but he was just a little, he was just a little forward-thinking for the studio at that time. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. wasn't the right fit at that time. Yeah. But, now he's had probably the biggest flops of the live-action remakes so far with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, um, oh, they did okay internationally. I mean, yeah, they sure they made close to a billion dollars. So I guess I couldn't call them a flop, but critically panned. I, every time I see okay. every time yeah. I see Alice in Wonderland, I like it more. Okay. I've never seen it. I think he fits. I've never seen it. Every time I, I like it. The first one, I went on a really bad date, too, and it's just ruined for me. <laughs> oh, it was a terrible date. What are you oh, doing, Joe? Oh, that was pre-Joe. I'm sure. It was so, pre-Joe. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So, well, so we'll... The, the, uh, the jury is out. Yeah. yeah. Some we'll of those be. other live-action movies. Um, oh. Big casting news for Aladdin. Oh, yeah. And, uh, now, they, they came out with the cast of Aladdin, I think, actually, post-D23, and I don't have those no, names. They, they oh, did they do it at D23? The, yeah, they but announced they announced them. the genie. The, they, announced all three, they announced all three with pictures. Oh, okay, cool. And... Mm, 
let's say the idea, you know, the the announcement of the genie did not have perhaps the audience fervor that they had hoped. It was a little bit of a lead balloon. But here's the thing that that character, I think, before Robin Williams was cast was originally going to be designed as like a Fats Waller kind of mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, I don't think there's anyone who's going to be able to replace Robin Williams. No one We're, can yeah. touch Even his if performance. They, if they try, it's just yeah. going to be like have to second best. Thing. They're going to have to take it in a different direction. Right. So I yeah. think Will Smith, I mean, he's charismatic. He's funny. He's always been that way. So yeah. why not? And he I, needs a I hit. like it. There was a lot of rumors that he was going to be in Dumbo. And I see him way more in this role than mm-hmm. I do in Dumbo. Yeah, I'll, I'll sure. hold that. I mean, I like Will Smith. I, I don't like his personal life necessarily. I don't like, I really, this sounds awful, don't like his kids at all, but, you know, <laughs> or his wife. But him as an actor in a movie, I enjoy generally. Uh, so Can I you think. you tell me you don't whip your hair back and forth? I, I don't oh, whip my hair boy. back and forth. Um, I mean, personally, I, I do it left. every day. Uh, but, you know, I, I think. I think it'll be a good movie. They did go with um, the actress that recently played the Pink Ranger in Power Rangers. I loved that movie. I thought she did a great job. A little bit of a a potential whitewash there, but I guess her mother is Indian descent, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, there was a bit of a backlash for that. And then the actor that's playing Aladdin, I did not recognize any of the works that he had been in. Um, which I am excited for yeah. because mm-hmm. get these mm-hmm. new people a mm-hmm. shot. Absolutely. Um, make them stars like uh, uh, Auli Kravala? Yes, Kravali? exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh, without referencing my notes. Oh, there you go. There it is. Um, yeah. So, sorry, I stomped all over yours, mm-hmm. but did you have anything else you wanted to add live no, action-wise? No, no, just lots of good things coming out of that mm-hmm. area. All right, Allison. I'm still obscenely excited about A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, in a totally different direction than yes. I thought you would. So excited about A Wrinkle in Time. I, I read all the books mm-hmm. as a kid. I in, in high school, we did a group interpretation or performance oh, of wow. A Wrinkle in Time. And so it's really close to my heart. And I think it's amazing to see the way that they've chosen to cast it. Mm-hmm. And consciously, I believe that the director, she said that she, she wanted the movie to look like everyone yeah 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 that's awesome i um, think it's awesome to see mindy kaling doing mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. because she's so talented and mm-hmm. she's so underused mm-hmm. um i yeah i'm i'm stoked yeah and uh you know that was one of the only trailers we the the peasants <laughs> got to see yeah. and the it was just an incredible public. incredible trailer um so gorgeous the I put on Facebook that I've never read Wrinkle in Time, and I think I almost got... It's so good. I, it's I so good, either. Craig. It's so oh my good. gosh, it's good. Let's do a book, let's do a book club. Book club. A book club. Read it. I I'll reread it. Yes. I'll reread the whole I almost, series. I almost got it last night off of Amazon. It's only like $6. Oh, shoot. Yeah. We might have to do a book club. I think we let's should. Do that. It's really, uh, it's really good. So happily reread let's um, try to end live action with the, the last... There's, oh, I, sorry. Do sorry. you want to throw something else in? No, no. The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Yes. And you kind of go, yeah. what? what? Right. What? Amazing. Amazing production design. They showed a clip? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. It was gorgeous. And the cast for that, which I do not have here, but it's a who's who. And Lasse Hallström is the director, the extremely well-known Scandinavian director of My Life as a Dog. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. 
boo. <laughs> okay. You're more uh, excited was, about that than Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Man, Look at you. It was gorgeous. That's awesome. And it had and it had a who's who cast. I'm assuming Christmas 19, since Mary Poppins is going to own our Christmas in 18. No, I think it's like I think it's a Thanksgiving holiday. Oh, that makes sense. I, or it, it didn't. Maybe in November. Okay. Because I think they expect it to be a little. I that would make sense because if you did November, lower. then that leads into because they want Star Wars to own December and 2019. So. Yeah, so it was gorgeous. Um, Helen Mirren's in it. Oh, and, love her. Um, Colin Firth is that who you're saying? You told me. Colin. Nope, he's in Mary Poppins. Oh, he's in Mary Poppins. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, he's the bad banker. You can and edit then, that out. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and oh, Morgan Freeman is Drosselmeyer. Oh, oh, cool. And Karen Knightley. Is the Sugar Plum Fairy? I do love me some Karen Knightley. Oh, <laughs> and um, oh, um, New York Ballet. Oh, shoot. Oh, the her Misty Copeland. Yes, yes. Misty Copeland. Misty I'm on Copeland. It. Yes, perfect. good job. So good job. That makes perfect the sense. It was really cool. that makes perfect sense. That's awesome. Um, one of those that kind of came out of nowhere too. So yeah. let's. Uh, Let's talk Last Jedi for a second, and then we'll get into <laughs> my, my story. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Last Jedi um, only brought a kind of behind-the-scenes clip, which is what they brought to Comic-Con a few years ago. So mm-hmm. people have been really wanting that second trailer, because the first trailer was kind of like, uh, it was a teaser trailer, technically, mm-hmm. and it was a hodgepodge of all these different scenes. Didn't really give much story away, which I am fine with. Uh, but Ryan Johnson was there, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yes. And he brought along with him he, Daisy Ridley? Yes. Okay. John Boyega? Uh, John Boyega was there too? Yes. Gwendolyn oh, Christie, that. who was tall and gorgeous, and she needs to take off that helmet. I, <laughs> I hope yeah. that they give her a lot more to do. She was, yeah. uh, Captain Phasma had nothing to do she was in, in great. Force Awakens. Oh, Laura Dern. This was a great story. They said that Laura Dern, okay, Laura Dern is in it, Oscar Isaac, Benicio del Toro, and Mark Hamill. But anyway, with Laura Dern, I guess when they were filming, you know, she was using, you know, some sort of gun and she was go- she was making the pew, 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 some sort of things that they I love that. had to cut out. But they, That's great. That was just a fun story. I'm like going, so watch, when you're watching it, see watch if you can watch your mouth go pew, 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 pew. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, the San Francisco Comic Con? Uh, San Diego Comic Con happened the week Sorry. after this. Yeah, and and Star Wars Star Wars didn't do okay. anything at San Diego Comic Con. They have their own, they have Star Wars Celebration, which is where the first trailer was released. And that was back in like April or yeah. something. And then um, everybody kind of assumed they'd bring it to D23 because they actually didn't have a panel or anything at Comic Con. Uh, I, I think maybe because they have Star Wars Celebration. So, so I'm kind of out of the loop. So is Star Wars Celebration, is like, so when's. When do you think is the next time we're going to see that trailer? Because I think it'll just be random at this really? point because okay. it comes out in December. Because yeah. uh, I mean, like, what's soon, the next? Right? I, I mean, mean we're August. Soon. Yeah. We'll definitely get the last trailer to drop with Thor Ragnarok. Certainly. Because that's November yeah, right. 3rd, and that's like a month before. So that'll be the last trailer. But I think that there'll probably be an interim trailer. You know, last year they did that whole Monday night football thing, and then you could buy tickets that night. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I imagine that because it's all ABC, they'll do the exact same thing. <laughs> Probably. Where they'll show the trailer during maybe the first or second Monday night football game, and then they'll say, by the way, your tickets are available now. And then the internet will crash. Okay. Master so, marketer. That's what, that's what happens. Master people, marketers. When is the first, like, football Monday? <laughs> when uh, does that start? Uh, it'll be, it'll be like, it'll be like the... 
second weekend of September. Yeah, it's usually. Because they don't do. It's always right around the month. Oh, my gosh. I imagine that that would be the next opportunity, major opportunity that they have, unless they just want to surprise people and drop it, like, tomorrow. Who knows? Who Um, knows? uh, (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm very excited about that movie. But let's talk about the 95 actors that are going to be in Infinity War and how oh. how excited I am. Um, I will say it's not the way I wanted to see it. It is not the way Disney wanted me to see it. But after Comic-Con, some bootlegger must have gotten the, the at footage. At Comic-Con, yes. At Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and it was on the internet. I You could probably still find it somewhere in the seedy underbelly of the internet, but it was it was accessible to me for like an hour. It's, it, well, it's it briefly I, existed. Yeah, watch because, because it will be taken down. Uh-huh, yeah. and I watched the clip that they showed mm-hmm. you at D23 mm-hmm. and then also at Comic-Con, and it just looked absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's from like a bootlegger from the – 25th row with a cell phone. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't imagine being there. Oh, but man. at D23, for animation and for live action, it was, it was made abundantly clear that, um, well, first of all, the protocol was they gave you plastic bags for all of your um, for all of your phones, for your Google Glasses. They mentioned Google Glasses, and we all just kind of went, what? What is that? But anyway, Anyone's, do we still have that? Right. Anyway, still and so they issued these plastic bags that you had to seal and you had to show security as you went up and they checked it twice. They also gave you um, the, the, the information or the warning that, um, you know, should anyone look as though they're touching their phones or doing anything, you know, they will be kicked out if you are, in fact, doing something improper by videotaping or doing anything during those times. So that would have been Comic-Con and not D23 that that was leaked. Right. Comic-Con's always had worse security, and I don't know why, because they're... They do it every year. I mean, like, it's crazy the stuff that leaks out of Comic-Con versus nothing leaks out of D23. Like, last time, they showed Jungle Book. That never came Mm -hmm. out. Um, You know, it's just incredible that that Comic-Con can't get a lid on it. I'm glad that they can't. And it's one of those, it's one of those things where, us, like... please. So, so at Comic-Con last year, they released some kind of, they released some kind of uh, footage, and then immediately, because it leaked, they went ahead and... Re- I think it was Suicide Squad trailer or something like that. I wish that they, they Disney would have just done this now because it's out there, and I've seen it as a bootleg. I would have preferred to wait, but I just couldn't because the... The descriptions I was reading was just so, so amazing. Um, but I know we, we want to kind of wrap it all up, but Infinity War just seems like it's going to be such an am- amazing film, and you got to see so many actors come on stage. They they introduced, what, like 15 or 20 of the major actors that One, are going to be two, in it? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12. It's 12 of the major actors mm-hmm. are going all the way down to Robert Downey Jr. as the last one. Mm-hmm. You got to there see Tom little, Holland. There was a little bit of a pecking order in which Benedict Cumberbatch was in the middle. <laughs> so I'm That's like, crazy, like, that right? That is amazing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. And that, only because, you know, he was later you know, to the Marvel story. Well, let's let's go ahead and go in order for who you got to see. Just read off the list. Um, P- Pam mm, Clementive, who oh, played Mantis. Mantis, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Bautista. Drax. Yes. Karen Gillan. Who's Nebula? Mm-hmm. Tom Holland, Spider Man. It was after opening weekend, so he was a big he was a, he was a big hit. I bet. Um, Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk, of course. Um, he seemed really nice. He was, yeah. Anyway, you know, we hung out. No, we didn't. It was, anyway. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange. Sebastian Stan. The Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Chris Helmsworth. Thor. Paul Rudd. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Josh Brolin. 
who I think came out to begin uh, with. Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. And Anthony Mackie? Falcon. And then Robert Downey. What's interesting is they put Falcon. So this is just like conspiracy theory, Craig, um, going on. Chris Evans wasn't there, and I think he had other obligations. But in this movie, I said it during Civil War, I I am the biggest Captain America fan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the world. I want Captain America, Steve Rogers' Captain America to die at the end of this movie. I I think it's time for... Mm. My choice would be, because in the comics it's either been Winter Soldier or Falcon. Mm-hmm. It's currently Falcon. And it would be amazing to me right now, particularly with our everything going on in the world, I want to see Anthony Mackie, the Falcon, be Captain America. And so cool. like the fact that they brought out Anthony Mackie right before Robert Downey Jr., even though he's probably one of the lesser knowns mm-hmm. of the actors that they brought out, I just... Like to me, Benedict was upset. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know. It, to oh, me, like you know, Benny. Uh-huh. I'm yeah, reading way too much into the fact that Chris Evans had a scheduling conflict, but it's like <laughs> I, I don't know. I just there's going to be superhero deaths in this movie. There has to be, and <laughs> they get paid them all. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, they got Honestly. and they got to reset a bit. They they're they're kind of contractually getting out of the Chris Hemsworth and the Robert Downey Jr. So they yeah. need the Anthony Mackies to carry into the next phase of Marvel. So, I don't know. Um, it just seemed like such a cool shot. The, the, my favorite picture of all of D23 was all of them sitting, like, cross-legged on the floor waiting to... What, a, what the, a green room that would have been. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. And just watching the clip. is like such a cool yes. photo. Mm-hmm. They were all... Mm-hmm. That was cool. I'm going to try to make that the photo for this uh, graphic that if I can cool. get it to Jeremy. But uh, it's just an incredible, incredible... Um, movie that we're I can't wait to see and that's coming out next May it's crazy mm-hmm. how quickly it comes out so before that we get Thor Ragnarok they talked about that they released a trailer through that and then we also get Black Panther which I heard was incredible the, yeah. the footage that they showed there or did they show footage or I did think they showed footage for that so that just uh, who is it Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. uh, came out and or was he, he was not there. there he was he there was? okay sorry I missed that that's okay um <laughs> He might have been introduced earlier for Black Panther yeah. and then just, just been there. There he is, yeah. And is it Chadwick Boseman or is it... I always get confused between him no, and Chuatel. Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Oh, there's more people. Well, there's more. Chadwick one, Boseman, Black Panther. Nice, okay. I love oh, that you're so counting. He's counting, counting the names. <laughs> and that says something that you 14, have to take... 15. So there were 15. Them. I was right. You were right. You were wrong. I was... It's like I was asleep. there. <laughs> So I'm like, like this is what you stayed up all night any for. Final so comments on Infinity War. I'm excited. I know I'm so excited too. I'm so excited. I know this isn't necessarily your your thing as much, but I'm so glad that Disney just owns my childhood. Um, yeah, <laughs> just all of it. I, well, all of this, like, and you're right. I'm not as big of um, the superhero stuff, but what an incredible time to be a Disney fan. <laughs> no With All the changes mm-hmm. in the parks. I mean, is it just me, or have we seen this many kind of? These big changes. This is huge. These movies are just amazing. Huge. And They're branching out. I I just seen incredible time. Like we had the golden age of uh-huh. like movies in the yeah. the nineties, but mm-hmm. I think this is like definitely morphing the, into the renaissance. renaissance. Yeah, that was the okay, Disney animation. Renaissance. renaissance. Correct me. Oh, yeah. But um. But I get what you're saying. This though. time yeah. is like so exciting, and I think like in 20 years we'll look back and be like, wow, wow. I got to live wow. through that. That's awesome. I, it's uh, it's so cool, and we're gonna have like 
45 movies to go back to and so watch. It's, it's so amazing. Um, take my money. Well, that's a great segue into our wrap-ups and just to say thank you to all of you for hanging out uh, with us and, and talking D23, even if it was a couple of weeks late. But I will say that one of the podcasters I listen to all the time, Lou Mangello, just put out his D23 podcast this week, so I think we are right on time. Uh, we to, had to, to let give you Brett this. sleep. Yeah, exactly. And you just woke up. I had to process. I will also say we... Um, Brett brought, Brett brought us back some souvenirs, <laughs> and he was so generous to bring back a couple of the uh, schedule books, these beautiful schedule books, and he's actually going to let us give some of those out, which is incredible. Yeah. He brought two of them, and so we're going to do, no do a Facebook um, – we're going to do a Facebook share contest, I think, to to get that out. So to let you know, you can go to the Front Row Movie Reviews on Facebook and look for that post, and we'll see uh, about getting that word spread and get you the get you some amazing souvenirs from D23, which is just absolutely incredible. So thank you so sure, much for my pleasure. everything you did for <laughs> us there. Um, and hopefully we get to join you in 2019. Yay! Yay. That would be great. Wouldn't that be so Let's awesome? Save our pennies so. to become sorcerers. Uh, <laughs> as far as Front other field trip. That's right. As far as other plugs, uh, just go to the frontroommovereviews.com and uh, we've got so many great things coming. This Friday, uh, our biggest interview ever, uh, check out Zonisodes. Uh, yeah. We talked to Robert Meyer Burnett and he is on a podcast called Collider Heroes, which is an amazing podcast to listen to, but he's also a director in Hollywood. He, he spent time with Scott and Brandon to talk about the Twilight Zone. You do not want to miss this episode. It's so cool. Uh, I got to listen to just a piece of it, and I'm really excited about about that coming out on this Friday. So um, outside of that, anybody have any last-second wrap-ups? Oh, it was amazing. Let's just go. I'll, I'll go to Disney. Right? Yeah. Front row field trip. That's I'm going right, in bro. three weeks. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yes, I know. Maybe we can Yay have you. Uh, we might have to have you do, I don't know. Doing Mickey's Not-So-Scary at mm. Animal Kingdom and uh, uh Hopefully, um, college program alumni association is doing another homecoming weekend this January. So hopefully I will be there at the end of January. That is so awesome. And we'll then we always have cool with, your, with all of your travels. And then I'm, I'm going to Disneyland and then Brett will be back six times before I get to Disneyland. So. <laughs> well, you know. um, anyway, hopefully thank you so much for listening. Uh, I am Craig. I'm Allison. I'm Brett. And I'm Vanessa. And we will see you real soon in the front row. This is Nathaniel Lloyd, host of Historical Blindness, the Odd Past podcast. Join us every two weeks as we explore the blind spots in our past, uncovering mysteries, exposing hoaxes, and shedding light on obscurities. For the past is a dark and mysterious continent, and looking back, we are but explorers searching for meaning. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and almost any podcast app. I hope you'll check out the show.